This is Financial Standard, the definitive source of news, thought leadership and analysis for Australian wealth management professionals. Financial Standard. Take the lead. I'm uh, Andrew McKean at uh, Financial Standard, and today I'm speaking with Kelly Wood, uh, Deputy Head of Fixed Income at Schroeder's. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Andrew. How are you? Good, good. So today we're going to be speaking a little bit about fixed income, uh, its performance in 2022, its outlook in 2023. So just to kick things off, Kelly, so how has fixed income performed in 2022? Yeah, well, this year I think certainly has had its its challenges, like most asset classes, with the exception, I think, of cash, commodities and the US dollar have has delivered materially negative returns. Uh, fixed income was not immune in 2022, certainly being one of the toughest years for us as bond managers. You know, inflation was really the dominating force, you know, producing the worst bond market returns we have seen since the 1980s. And that's because the investment landscape has shifted and it's shifted away from a decade of of low growth and low inflation to an environment of of much higher macro volatility around growth and inflation outcomes, where defensive fixed income for 2022 has not done a very good job of preserving capital and diversifying equity risk. Uh, If we look at November year-to-date returns, it shows broad-based negative returns across global bonds down 11.1%, Australian bonds down 7.8%. And then if we take a closer look at credit assets, global investment-grade corporate bonds down 14.8%. And the more riskier credit asset classes like global high yield down 11.4%. And probably the worst fixed income universe performer was emerging markets, down 18.5%. So it was certainly the year that I did not want to be investing in my own asset class, fixed income. And what, what's, what's affected this performance across you know, various fixed income markets? I think here it's important to think about the total return on fixed income investments. And that consists of of two components. So the price or capital appreciation and the coupon return. And the steady stream of income that is earned from the coupon can actually partially offset any capital loss. And this serves as a buffer for portfolios, especially when we move into a rising yield environment. But at the start of 2022, there was very little yield to protect from capital losses as we moved into an environment of aggressively rising yields. So if we look at some numbers here, like the Australian two-year bond, at the start of 2022, it was at 0.6%, a very low yield. And it has risen over 250 basis points to just over 3% today. So this 250 basis point rise in bond yields has driven the worst bond market performance we've seen in decades. There's also been several macroeconomic trends that have really contributed to the underperformance of bond markets. Most of the decline in prices and the rise in bond yields can be attributed to elevated inflation. And what we've seen is the market reprice the policy path of central banks in order to fight inflation. Alongside these rapidly rising bond yields, we've seen credit spreads widen. And as central banks have continued to withdraw liquidity from the market and embark on quantitative tightening, we've seen credit spreads widen. And that has contributed further to the underperformance of fixed income markets. 
And looking forward now, so what market forces do you expect to dominate in 2023 and how this impact fixed income returns? Well, here at Schroeder's, we, we do believe most of the underperformance in bonds is behind us. We are looking for a peak in yields and the market we believe is fully priced for this interest rate cycle, given the level of inflation within economies. And with inflation running at the hottest pace in decades and global growth actually starting to slow, the risk of a stagflationary environment is rising. We are looking to enter into an environment which I would call somewhere close between sort of transitory stagflation. And by this, I mean a temporary period when the slowing of global growth actually runs ahead of the moderation in inflation. Our base case here at Schroeder's is for a recession in the middle of next year and the risk for a faster and even more severe downturn. And this is driven by the speed and the magnitude and the synchronised tightening we have seen throughout 2022. And this is consistent with our US recessionary dashboard, which continues to flash red, with 60% of our components signalling a recession. So this environment is certainly more supportive of bond market returns, as the risks are shifting from upside inflation towards downside growth risks. And if the real risk of recession starts to be priced into markets as we enter into 2023, then bond markets could potentially deliver investors double-digit returns. And fixed income becomes a better diversifier of equity risk, certainly in a recessionary environment. So the time to be out of fixed income was 2022, but the time to be back investing in fixed income is 2023. And what about a longer term outlook, you know, going forward, you know, why is fixed income so attractive? Well, fixed income over the last few years has been through a number of transitions. Uh, It was labelled boring at very low yields. I think this year, some retail investors considered fixed income as terrifying. And today, a lot more investors are seeing fixed income as interesting you know, and really starting to offer some great value. We've seen a huge restoring of valuation uh, and it's created a lot more opportunity across the whole of the fixed income universe that sets 2023 up for very strong fixed income returns. The fixed income asset class is now really standing out in terms of offering good absolute value, but also relative value. We look at government bond yields they have risen from 1% to 4% over the last year. Investment-grade credit yields have risen from 2% to now 6%, and high-yielding credit from 4% to 9% today. And if you compare these yields to the equity dividend yield of around 5%, I would much rather be buying high-quality investment-grade credit at an outright yield of around 6%, that offers a higher risk-adjusted return versus equities. So valuations have improved. There's increased potential returns in 2023 and expected returns have risen to the highest levels we've seen in decades for fixed income. So higher bond yields allow for the re-emergence of carry and income within the asset class And this has really been absent over the last decade in an environment of quantitative easing. So it will enable a wider and more active use of bond allocations going forward, 
providing more consistent returns to multi-asset portfolios. And this is especially the case once the correlation between bonds and equity returns shifts from positive to negative as we start to see inflation moderate over 2023. And what's something investors should know about fixed income in 2023 that they likely don't already? It's certainly pleasing to say that fixed income has never looked this good as we embark on 2023. I think the starting point for reinvestment in fixed income is the best we have seen in over a decade, where yields across the fixed income universe are well above dividend yields for the first time in years. And in a broader portfolio sense, fixed income is now very well placed off a low risk income and diversification. And more importantly for investors, I think strong returns because the real risk of recession is likely to be priced into markets as we embark on to 2023. So we are optimistic that better fixed income returns are ahead and that fixed income will retain its strong strategic value in portfolios. Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time, Kelly. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for listening to this Financial Standard podcast. For more information, visit financialstandard.com.au. Please keep in mind that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider personal circumstances. Reliance should not be placed on any content without further independent financial research and advice.